and I pray for everyone who hears and listens today that our eyes open up even more to see and understand what has been done for us, what has been sacrificed and given, and that the door is open, doors open and walk through them. Just you have to enter. Do not seek something in the darkness, knock on the walls, try to find exits or entries. But I want to say this to certain people that the door is for to freedom is open and the path has been made. And I thank that it has been done so much and we will worship and thank you all of our lives. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And you can uh, take a seat and I want to share a message. We will worship again more. I want to first read from the Bible. Um, it was from the Jacob. So we've been talking on this subject for a long time. And I believe that God is leading us into the depth, uh, into building a strong foundation. Um, so, but it's easy to build on the sand if we think about building sand, sand castles or you would probably put a house there quickly. It's soft, it's easy to to put something in the sand, but I want to talk about that God is carving something in the stone. He is, he is building on the rock that is challenging. He's building on a strong foundation and he's sometimes carving from the stone, carving from the rock, um, this structure, this building. You know, when you have to build a foundation of the house, you have to dig deep into the ground and it will not be visible then later on, it will all be hidden but you have to do this major massive work into digging and building this foundation that has to be strong and deep and and firm and um, if you're moving towards god if you're seeking him seeking to obey god i believe that he will help you to build this foundation i remember in the beginning of lockdown that there was a, a lot of testimonies, a lot of visions that it will not be the lukewarm Christianity anymore. It will be like this um, where we take a flower and we go, let it go through certain mechanism and it becomes even more purified and fine 
and that it will happen in church and where you have to be a hot, um, warm heart for, for God or cold but not lukewarm where you will have to make a choice you will have to make your conclusions your about how you, how you feel it's not going to be possible this i think where we can continue to sit in church to listen to worship to sing but and do it only in, in the surface that and do not live according to these teachings to the word that we have heard i believe that god is calling you to measure to um, test your heart and see where you stand and where do you want on which camp which side are you i felt like this time was special that as many bad things we experience also i saw that it brought good thing to church and you can i feel like a lot of us were pressured and it has been like a cleansing like a cleansing in, in community in church but cleansing of our hearts and we we had to humble down before God and many of uh, maybe some lies many of where we haven't been genuine honest it all has been this exposed and we felt like grapes being squeezed where the juice has to come out the, the wine has to be made um, so we experienced all this discomfort and um, events and so we can be um, we can be tested and we can be cleansed and we we see we come out a bit different we come out stronger and we still have to choose to continue to choose to choose freshly choose newly to follow god and to obey god and build on strong firm foundation so maybe i repeat uh, a lot of the times this, this but i know it's not a bad thing as long as it is the truth as long as it is important so if we read so what is causing the quarrels and fights among you? Don't they come from the evil desires at war within you? You want what you don't have, so you scheme and kill to get it. You're jealous of what others have, but you can't get it, so you fight and wage war to take it away from them. Yet you don't have what you want because you don't ask God for it. And then, see the... God, God's Spirit is jealous for us. He doesn't want He doesn't want us to be concentrated on other things besides Him, besides God. And we read on verse 7, So humble yourselves before God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Come close to God, and God will come close to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, purify your hearts, 
for your loyalty is divided between God and the world. And further on, says, Don't speak evil against each other, dear brothers and sisters. If you criticize and judge each other, then you're criticized and judging God's law. But your job is to obey the law, not to judge whether it applies to you. And also says, how do you know what your life will be like tomorrow? Your life is like the morning fog. It's here a little while, then it's gone. What you are to say is, if the Lord wants us to, we will live and do this and that. Otherwise, you're boasting about your own pretentious plan. And all such boasting is evil. Remember, it is soon to art to know what you ought to do and then not do it. If you want to walk with God, you will have to face and choose between mammon and God and all these. So I'm not saying that all these things are bad. So like having family, children, house, job, and career. It is not, all these things are not bad. But if you desire that with all your heart, if you desire that at all cost, if you build your value, your worth, on whether you have it or not, so then it's a problem. And if... For example, women want to marry because she wants to feel secure and protected and looked after. And they think, see, I get married, I will be protected, and then I will not get... I will, I will be okay, I will be fine. So many times people get disappointed because they see that it's not perfectly fulfilled and only this uh, protection and security comes from from God alone and a wise person learns from it's just he just hears the, the word the teaching and obeys so we don't have to go and do mistakes ourselves. We don't have to put the finger in the socket um, to see that it is dangerous and life-threatening. So we read and uh, sometimes we hear other stories and experiences, but we still want to test for ourselves. And we have sometimes a lot of illusions and expectations and that Every, everyone seems to need to experience things by themselves uh, to know, to fully understand. So you can't expect to go, just go in the middle, perfectly balanced in the in the middle of the world and God, and have a little bit of what you desire. God has done everything for us. He has given himself, he gave everything, he did everything to show his love, to show how much he wants us, but he can never force us to be with him and 
to choose him, to love him back. He can never get it by force. And a lot of the times when we start to live spiritual life, when we obey God, you will be mocked. You will be noticed that you're different. You will feel like you're going against the common practices, what is very popular in the world, how people say it's normal, but you have to choose God's way. So I want to address those who who chose already to live with God, who say, I don't want to be one foot in the world and one foot in God's kingdom and his his principles. Those who have said, I don't want to be this lukewarm Christian, I want to really live with God and just really give my life, surrender to God. I want to tell you the first thing, if you want to see God's mercy and live a godly life, it's give up, give in to God and humble before Him. It is the constant uh, state in your heart that you can never abandon. It has to be a constant position of your heart. Humbly um, bowing down before God and you're fully dependent on God's, on God's Spirit fully dependent on God's word, on his guidance and his teaching, his commands. The enemy will always try to make us proud, make us boast, um, make us doubt God. And just like in the Garden of Eden, he was, he was teaching Eve and Adam later here to doubt God, to say, aren't you able to look, think for yourself? Aren't you able to make your own decisions? Who told you that you can't do this and that? Um, so you almost, you have to choose like a sentence for your life. You have to choose this path that you have to write this contract with God that if I truly want to uh, walk for after God, walk and follow Jesus, you will have to follow him and he will be your Lord. And there is no place for any re, um, rebellion, any uh, proud, any pride to take over, thinking that you have already achieved everything, and you can already uh, tell that you don't need anything. If now I know that if I stand, uh, my husband is behind me. I know that he will catch me, and he will catch me, and it's like God, he always will catch us if we fall, but if we live in this, uh, that our heart wants to always be right with God, but when we want to 
we want to have this position in the heart where only God will guide me. I will uh, only Him I will trust, and I will have confidence in God, and I want to obey Him. I want Him to guide and lead me. It's when we can have confidence. He will catch us, and He will work with us. We know that this, uh, like a testing, might happen. Testing, and more like a practice with us. God is building us through exercises. As much as you can trust in God, as much as trust and confidence you have in God, as much freedom you have and and freedom to walk and to live, to, to make choices and have zero fear because you have that perfect peace, perfect trust in God. Do not condemn yourself and compare with others. If you haven't reached things as quickly as others, if you haven't had victories, um, maybe that change doesn't happen so quickly. You, you don't see yourself, who you want to be, how you want to be. Do not try to compete and say, why I, am I not like this, some other person? Maybe why am I so little in what God gave me? I mean, these ministries, responsibilities, but God is doing things in His own time. And you're making these small steps, and it's according to our own um, abilities. And if we follow God, we always will end up giving glory and praise to Him. And He make, makes everything in a way where we can't boast, we can't put up a star award for us. You can't boast about how much you prayed and fasted. And just because of you, things happened, changed. But it will always be glory to God. It will always lead to more worship, more praise to God. And when I came to God, to obedience, I came to this perfect peace. Um, I can see things in God's eyes, and I can sleep in perfect confidence and peace, uh, where I don't have anxieties and worries. And then all other things come secondary, like your desires, your maybe you need some answer, you need miracle, you need... Um, Maybe there are things that haven't been answered yet and you don't understand. But currently in this moment, you, you're fascinated and you, you're, you have enough of that, just knowing that God is with you and that God is with you and He, He gives you enough joy and peace for that day. So these exercises, spiritual exercises that God is 
leading us through is when he is teaching us to humble down and die to ourselves. Maybe you will not get everything you wanted and it feels like uh, dying a little bit, <laughs> but you will get what you need, what God knows you need. We don't know how much we have. Things are temporary, and if we concentrate on getting, achieving these things we're chasing after, it feels like time is it's not we don't have eternity on this earth and we should just concentrate on worshiping god and being with him and he will give you that perfect peace and open your eyes your spiritual eyes to see things in his ways in his eyes value the things that he values and i remember one uh, sister had a parrot. She was singing really nicely. Uh, she was even talking like a human, and she, it was a parrot. But it's it's a parrot. Uh, he, she, she just learned to copy. She just learned to imitate, like a recording. But we as people sometimes become like these uh, imitators. Uh, we think that, oh, now I will proclaim something, I will, I will uh, I'll desire something, at, and I will work on it my whole life to get it, and you put it as your goal. And then everything comes after, uh, like a second importance. And with God, with God, sometimes only we look back and we see how much He gave us, where He was guiding us through. We end up in this other side where you can say that I trusted God there and I trust Him now. And even though if you don't know uh, by yourself how you will sort out things, how it will work out, you don't have all the answers and plans, but you see that you're not in the same place where you have been uh, some time ago. You see, God will give us all these small exercises, spiritual exercises, where you have to little bit give up your your what you expected, what you thought you need. For example, somebody asks you to serve a brother or sister, maybe translate sermon for them, but you say, "I wanted to, I wanted to listen. I wanted to fully participate," and it will feel uncomfortable for you. It's You'd rather just sit and, and relax and listen, but here you have to serve someone and it is, is growing you. It is growing a, a, a character. So it's this confidence in God and exercises in small things. Um, 
a little by little, maybe some small tasks God is asking you to do, but you'll see after a while you will end up in the place where God can give you better, bigger things. He can entrust you with bigger things, bigger ministries and calling. So be faithful in the small tasks and, and challenges and, and exercises. And many times God will not do it. God will not do by force where he if you sit on the throne, if you say, I'm the Lord of my life, God can just allow you to do it. He will not come and say, move, move. It's it's my, my place, my throne. Um, you have to decide to step away, step down from that throne by yourself. And you have to give... Uh, from your own free will and choice allowed to God for God to rule your life. This position is is freeing. It gives you freedom. And only then you will notice that you can hear God and you can you can see feel his guidance. God is healing us as well. I experienced it myself recently where even physically he heals, he wants to. And I come to God, I come to God, for example, if I need, if there is a, an issue, if we need a healing, we say, we proclaim that God is a healer and we truly believe that God heals. But I, when I come to pray, I say, God, you are, I, you are a healer let your will be done and it gives me that freedom and relax and uh, ease that i trust in god him to do his work and i'm not holding on to that health like it is something i worship above all uh, I'm not holding on to it with tension and striving, but it gives him more rest and trusting in God that if he is a healer and he's, his will is health, he will, he will proclaim, he will allow it, he will give it to me. Like Paul was saying that he could worship God and remain the same, remain stable in his worship, in his faith, even in all these circumstances, in prison and freedom, in health and sickness, in poverty and prosperity. He could remain stable, constant. His faith didn't change. If you have this, if you have this condition of your heart, then devil cannot really easily uh, make you fall back. He can't easily get you because you say, "I'm not gonna worship any of these things above God. Not gonna make any of these things like my idol." So you're kind of closing the door for devil to come and tempt you with these things because your heart is in the right position. What if God doesn't 
sometimes we feel like door door is not opening the way we expected where we're really concentrating on that part of the verse that says everything else will be added and you're really holding on to that everything else will be added part and then the question is what what will happen if it's not added if it's not added as as much as you wanted it what will happen what will you what will happen to you will you be worshiping god and will it be enough for you will god be enough and you see some people might accuse me of not having faith of having little faith as i might not I'm not saying that, oh, you have to command angels, they will do everything you want, where we think that we have such a power to just achieve, have everything you want. And, well, this is not my message, and my message is that if you bow before God, if you're surrender to him you will see that level of freedom that god can give and you can experience on this earth that you will say i will live despite of um what is happening despite of circumstances in my life i will rejoice of life because god is the source of life and he gives me life he is life himself and where you can say so so what and you say jesus is enough for me and now when we read about these apostles uh, followers of jesus who uh, went to death sentence with their heads high and with joy and worship of God because they had different vision they had um, they had developed a different spiritual vis vision and they were mature in spirit where they could see things differently differently they could see what we don't see so many times they were not uh, held by earthly and fleshly stuff and they were free to leave anything i can guarantee you i can promise that if you have this this mentality uh, position of your heart you will be free and you will have the, the happiness and peace outstanding everything outstanding all the uh, achievements career a family relationships po uh, all your possessions it will have your this peace will give will be given that is uh, outstanding all understanding you will be standing and worshiping God and saying hallelujah whatever happens around whatever is happening in your life where you can really say so what I have God 
He will never leave me and forsake me. And nothing, not, no one can take away God from you, from what you have in your spirit. Not, nothing can be taken away and stolen from you. This joy and peace and worship in your heart. You will have power of God because this is power. When you, you know, when you can boast in God and you're proud, and God is giving you this confidence, and you will always talk with big influence and power because it's not how, how in the world is the opposite. I remember if you think that you're not ready for this and that's too difficult, uh, you still think you want to see the world, you want to live in the world, maybe you have some big achievements that you must have. You see, I remember when I was in that, uh, in that life where you wake up and you have this heavy stone heavy burden on you, some kind of big burden that nothing can take away of uh, your expectations and failures and how much you desire and you don't get it and you're planning, you're scheming, you're competing and I want to say that I'm not so grateful that God took me away, that he put me out of that, he just put me into, he guided me out and he put me in different position. He put me in, in his kingdom. And it's so much, it's such a better place to be. But I do not wish for anyone to try just to have, think that you can go out and try this life of world ways and where you think it's tempting. But it's nothing that can give you that God cannot and worship team is coming and I want to say that God is gathering his children his flock uh, his sheep we come to you God and we ask for your mercy for your grace ask for your forgiveness if we have put something in your place if we have put things higher uh, above you i want to ask that you fill us with your spirit with this desire to be with you and to give you all the praise and glory to make you the lord of our lives that our hearts always choose you always choose to obey you, that we choose to say that we need you, that we want to go deeper in, into building this foundation. And if you have been holding on to something, some things, desires, ambitions, I just want to say, let go and put it into the hands of God just release it and do not hold do not chase 
give it to peace, give it to perfect peace of God. We worship you in any storm, any any trials and temptation, in any trials and difficulties. We believe and we proclaim that you will hold us, you keep us, you will never let us out of your hands. You will keep us. You will be with us always, every, every circumstance, every second, every wherever we are. And I want to address people who are in relationships and God is maybe showing that this is not the right person. Maybe you're just afraid to be alone. Maybe you are just feeling like you never want to be alone and you're with someone for the wrong reasons. I want to encourage you to let go of all the fears. And uh, someone, some people feel like this is too difficult that this path is too difficult and but God is saying just do not give up on all everything do not run away do not hide do not isolate yourself but make that one more step make that one more step and later on you will look back and then you will see that it was needed all this all this difficult time trial was needed for you and also people who if there is a, some person who lost someone they truly loved and uh, you were so uh, attached you were so dependent on that person but god is saying let go because he wants to put that in the past and open the new page in your life. He wants to make things new and lead you into new things and not to hold on to the past. We thank you, Jesus, for all of these things you're doing. <laughs> 